for 10 years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. It's 10 o'clock. It's our On the House topic where we dive in deep to one specific subject about your home, castle, or cabin. Following our home maintenance calendar, June has been the power month. All the sources of energy that uh, provide our quality of life here in Arizona. Solar's been a part of that. Obviously, as we all know, as a homeowner, the biggest part of our utility bill during the summer is our uh, air conditioning system. And we've got somebody here today who's kind of marrying solar and air conditioning together. Andrew Dobbins from Intelligent Design Solutions in, well, it's Intelligent Design Air Conditioning and Plumbing. You've changed on me since the beginning. I'm horrible about changing names once I've already got it burned in my head. But yes, y'all have been our air conditioning and plumbing partner in Tucson for a number of years. And we've got uh, a special guest in you've brought up with you. Yes, sir. I'll let you introduce your your brainchild here. <laughs> I really wish I'd have thought of this before you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with me is uh, is Rich Cooley. He is the CEO of SunTrack, and it's a product we've been using for quite some time. Makes the air conditioner quite a bit more efficient and qualifies the entire purchase for some just incredible federal tax credits and state tax credits. So, Mr. Cooley, yes. thanks for coming up this morning. Thanks for having me. Tell me about your hybrid climate system. It's uh, interestingly enough, in 2006, an inventor in Golden, Colorado, by the name of Bill Lowstutter, came up with a concentrated solar power, which is those large half-barrel mirrors you'll see out in the desert that can heat things to eight or nine hundred degrees. And his concept was to miniaturize it into a box that could be scalable and modular for home and business use. And how could we generate heat either in water or working fluids or gases like refrigerant gas? And how could we use these systems um, and do it effectively and affordably? And we found Bill in 2013, and uh, my group and I acquired the company and applied it to air conditioning. We updated it. And what it does, the SunTrack solar thermal panel basically acts as a second stage compressor but it's a solar compressor. So what it does is it either maintains or raises temperature and pressure in the refrigerant gas through solar absorption instead of having a motor do it with mechanical compression. But it complements the compressor as opposed to replacing it. And let me take just a minute and talk to the Arizona homeowners. Okay. Romy's already told you that during the summer, what you already intuitively know, that your energy bill in an all-electric home generally doubles from March to July or August. And if you take a look at your March bill and your October bill, that's pretty much what we call your base load. That's that's your lights, your computer, your television, the, th- the, the swimming pool pump, the things to run your house. And then you take a look at your highest bill, and that difference, that delta, is your air conditioning load. Now, what most people don't realize is what's expensive is turning your air conditioning on, the startup. And it's because of all the power it takes to get that compressor from, from, from being asleep to waking up. It takes six times more power to start a compressor than it does to run a compressor. So you're coming in with this uh, parabolic sun 
collector and actually reducing the load on that compressor, making it easier to start doing part of its job, thereby reducing the power consumed to create the cool air inside the house. Exactly right. Yeah. And in the afternoon when we've got our high to peak demand. You know, That's right. you got your on-peak and off-peak demands. Mm-hmm. Uh, on-peak is four or five times more expensive than off-peak. And that's in the late afternoon for most people when your air conditioning is probably cycling the most. And if you've got a compressor that kicks on four or five times in an hour, ching 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 <laughs> It's actually yeah. when it when the system, the, the SunTrack system is the most effective, is in the hottest part of the day when you would be using the most when they're charging the most. Because that's doing solar's most. most effective time. Yeah. So this is basically temperature and pressure have an intimate relationship. If one goes up, the other goes up. The compressor is squishing the refrigerant to raise the temperature. We are having, instead of the compressor do that, we're having the sun do it. And then when the refrigerant goes into the compressor, it operates on multi-stage compressors in low gear, saving... You're tricking the compressor to think it's springtime. (laughs) There you go. I like it. Right? Yeah. I I wish I'd have thought of this first. I mean, mean, the, the new... Variable speed compressors only work as hard as they have to to meet the thermostat demand. Exactly. And and if you're artificially creating a, a false environment outside to trick the compressor, it it thinks, oh well, I can just jog down this road. I don't, you know, I don't exactly. need, I don't need to sprint. This isn't a marathon. I can just lallygag down this road easily in the shade. Yes, sir. And so you're tricking the compressor with this equipment. Yeah, and what's also interesting is that when we took and put a sun three years ago, when the variable speed compressors started becoming very prevalent in the marketplace, we took a system that is an it was an 18 sear system at the time. It was variable speed. Tested it with a normal installation, then tested it with a SunTrack installation on a 24/7 basis. That system used 47 percent less electricity. Okay, so, already so, at an 18 sear. Yes, and it's already at an 18 sear. It used half of it, and that was actually done by one of the AC manufacturers. It wasn't, you know, we, we participated in the test, but that really showed us the power of variable speed, as you just said. Oh. So variable speed is fantastic, and it's a perfect match for a SunTrack system. And I know Andrew and his team in Tucson do mostly that, and they, sec- they sell a heck of a lot of it out there to their to the customers in Tucson on variable speed because it's so effective. Now, Andrew, can you put this in a retrofit application or does this have to uh, wait for an AC upgrade to be able to incorporate this? If they already have a two-stage or a variable speed, you can put it in uh, into an existing situation. The the thing is when you're replacing your system, the advantage of adding it, it it's it's almost always a free upgrade because of the tax credits. So wow. if, you, if you're adding it to a system, you're going to get 30% off of the panel. But if you're buying the entire system, the way the, the – A new air conditioning a, unit a plus new, the sun track. That's right. Because the, the panel requires the compressor. It requires – anything that's required to operate it gets the tax credit. So you need ductwork. You need a compressor. You need a blower. You need your filter. You, all of it gets the tax credit, which means the panel upgrade, it, it's not only – almost always paid for it. Sometimes the, the purchase is less when you get it with the panel than without it after credits. Wow. Yeah. And is that a tax credit that has an expiration date? It's a it's a 30% federal tax credit. It's the solar credit. Um, next year, it will be going from 30% down to 26. And there's a scale that it's going down. So right now it's 30% and then 1,000 from state. 
But but if you don't use all of the tax credit this year, you can roll it over to next year up to five years. That's right. So if you can only use 20% this year and 20% next year, you can continue to take it until it's depleted or a five-year window. Do I need an accountant to manage all this? It sounds <laughs> kind of complicated. We, we calculate it all for you. Uh, yeah. it, when yeah. we're out doing an estimate, we give, give the customers all the numbers. And it's just a light item on your tax return. That's all it is. So it, when you're accounting for this in, in your taxes at the end of the year, it's a simple light item. It's pretty straightforward. Okay. So you buy the technology from the inventor in Colorado. Yes, sir. Bring it to the valley. Y'all yep. are actually manufacturing right here? Yeah. Been, we're in Tempe right off of Broadway and Priest. So we opened a facility to make it here as made in the USA. And one of the things, I'm, I'm a veteran and we employ both veterans and also those that have uh, come from the prison system, you know, that need a fresh okay. start. Okay. And so we employ them along with college students and everybody else. And we make it all here. A couple of components are made overseas in Asia because that's the only place they're available. But everything else, and we source most of it here in the Phoenix uh, Valley or in the state of Arizona. Glass, aluminum, components, etc. So if I'm replacing my four-ton roof mount gas pack, I'm going to replace it with this solar uh, accessorized air conditioning unit. Am I putting on an entire solar array? No, no. One one panel. If it's uh, a four ton, it would be a four by six panel. It has uh, six pipes of refrigerant with the mirrored backing that follows and tracks the sun, okay. um, and it heats it up until it reaches a certain temperature level, and then it will actually shift away from the sun because we don't want the refrigerant getting too hot. That's the the special thing about this panel is it it registers the temperature and will will maintain but not get too hot. Okay. Very few moving parts. True. Yep. True. And it, it's actually the only thing you have to do is either rinse it off when you change the filters uh, or in some locales, they just let the rain do it. Yeah. But, it, but there's, no, there's no maintenance required when you put it in um, other than a simple cleaning. But you're right. Few moving parts and it's a very simple but elegant design. And in today's 30% tax credit situation, I'm going to get a quote for this equipment that pretty well compares dollar for dollar for just replacing my existing equipment. Or even less. I had a wow. customer on Wednesday that um, she spent 2000 less by adding the panel after tax credits. Wow. And one, one of the cool things that we're doing in Tucson is we are just on the tax credit portion, we're, we're handling that for them where they're not having to come out of pocket for it. 12 months, no payment and no interest. So by the time they get their money from the government, they just pay that interest-free loan off. So it never comes out of their investments. It never comes out of their savings. It just, we're taking care of it. Wow. Yeah. Well, this really is one of those things, Romy, like you said, I wish I'd have thought of that. <laughs> so, I, you know what, we're not going to have time, but I want to know, obviously, it's, it's pretty much a no-brainer if you're having a new unit installed yeah. uh, to take advantage of it. But that percent of people that that's going to apply to versus those that aren't ready for a replacement in the next year, like me, who I had to replace my unit two years ago when it clunked in the middle of June, uh, yep. it was a 18 year old unit. So we had it replaced. What would it cost for me to then add this? Cause it is variable speed. So we'll ask that question after this. And if you'd like to join the conversation or ask more about this SunTrek hybrid air conditioning system, or just an air conditioning question in general for Andrew, one 4348 That's one rosie for you. 
So before we get to the question that everyone's wanting to know, how much does this cost me to add to my existing variable speed air conditioning unit? Andrew, you guys actually have staffed a lot of times on Saturday mornings. Uh, you know, our, our, our guys are just like anyone else. They like their weekends and uh, we recruit in a partner to be our content partner and our, our industry expert. But you took it a step further. Uh, you've staffed the office so people could take calls. Yes, sir. If uh, if you guys want to uh, schedule a maintenance or a plumbing visit, any anything having to do with your heating cooling system, now's the, now's the time. We have uh, Brittany standing by in the office, ready to schedule, and we have technicians. We've got three technicians available if you uh, want to have an appointment, and then of course we have uh, normal twenty four seven emergency services as well. And so the number? Our phone number is five two zero three 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 cool. That's five two zero three 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 two six six five. And your area of service? We we service all of southern Arizona, so all the way down to Vale, all the way to the southern point of Green Valley, and up through Saddlebrook. Okay. People always ask, is it worth investing twice a year to have your air conditioning unit serviced? And if you've ever had your air conditioning unit go out in the summer, that's a real easy uh, payment to make twice a year. <laughs> yes, sir. Sometimes you need that pain before you realize the value of those biannual services. <laughs> Getting it done is a lot cheaper than a couple days in a hotel. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. So the Trek. I've got a train unit that's two years old, variable speed. Okay. Okay. Uh, what, what's it going to cost to get one of these added to my house? Well, we get that question a lot. And I know Andrew does too. And often I hate it when somebody gives me an answer that says it depends or, <laughs> you know, the following variables have to be taken into account. But in all honesty, that's true. Is the unit on the roof or is it on the ground? Um, where's the roof facing? What type of roof material is it? How difficult is it to put the panel in? So how much copper are you going to yeah, require? Yeah, how much copper you're going to require. Um, so there's there's so many different questions that have to be answered to be able to put together a you know, a bid by a contractor. Um, we don't have online pricing. We don't have package pricing. Our pricing is always provided by our trained and certified contractor partners like Andrew and Intelligent Design. So um, we don't have an answer for the. It's not expensive. I will tell you that. And some of them are less expensive than others. The payback is usually. The investment is a, is a reasonably small investment, and the payback is usually two to three years. And that when was it's just when it's just the panel added to an air conditioner versus a new installation of an air conditioner and SunTrack integration. And that was kind of where I was going to go. Is you've probably seen Andrew examples of what this has done for customers' bills, and you've got a track record to be able to calculate your return on that investment, whether it's two years or four years or you know there, there's some people that insanely keep their air conditioning at 85 and yeah. <laughs> it, it may be a 10-year payoff <laughs> yeah uh, and it, every you know every homeowner it's it's got to be for the right homeowner and and uh, the right situation so utility rates we always calculate the savings on that so yeah. the the interesting thing also is that, that when you're talking about the thermostat one of the benefits of this system is you can cool your house during the day instead of trying to do it at night when you get home because we know if you set that thermostat at 80 degrees during the day that your house absorbs the heat, the walls, the furniture, and the heat load builds in the house. We say 
cool your house during the day, which is counterintuitive and it's against what we normally do. But if you can cool it during the day when your compressor is only using 20% energy because the SunTrack panel is producing 80% of the compression, right, saving you 80% of energy, that's how you can really optimize it. In Hawaii, for example, we did one that basically they did a deal where they showed it where it was operating from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And they lowered the thermostat and then, you know, ran it up through the day. And then they kept it steady starting at 7 a.m. till 10. It used 50% less electricity because the house never got a heat load. And we call that super cooling. Rosie's been a champion of that for years. Mm -hmm. And the people that you get pushback for super cooling are some air conditioning contractors that say that's too hard on the equipment. This is your answer to that. Now, there's plenty of equipment that can handle it just fine. But this is a complement to your supercooling. Well, and this reduces the need for supercooling because when, when you go into the time of use pay plan with your utility provider, you're, you're still keeping your consumption during the peak periods at a low enough rate. You can go ahead and use it. Uh, uh, Rich, what we've talked about here on the show for years is, you know, set your thermostat to as cold as you can stand it. Mm-hmm as soon as the off-peak time slot hits right. you. So at 8.15, our, our biggest power providers, 3 to 8 is on peak. So I tell people at 8.15, have your programmable thermostat. Take your house as cold as you can stand it. And then at 2.30 in the afternoon, tell it to let the house creep up to 76 or 78 degrees. Well, the air conditioner sleeps the whole on-peak period. Right. You know, so but this kind of beats that this this allows you to just kind of cruise at a low speed all day long right and then you never have to worry about loading and unloading the house on the heat right. side right and which is it's a it's probably a more comfortable environment and it has to help the interior space um, it also you had mentioned about the equipment whether it can handle it or not one of the things that with a major compressor manufacturer that we're a oem partner with um, Copeland said that they believe it extends it up to 10% the life of the unit. Oh, wow. By being able to keep it in low range or low yeah. stage. Cause yeah, because the compressor, Andrew, as you know, I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you to, for verification. The compressor is one of those things that oftentimes when that goes out, it's not cost prohibitive to replace the compressor. You might as well just get a whole new unit. Yes, sir. So this extends the life of the most expensive component of your unit. Yes, sir. God, I wish I'd have thought of it. <laughs> We're going to get to the calls at one 767 4348 That's one rosie for you A couple uh, notes real quick, though. If you'd like to get a hold of Andrew or his crew, it's 333-COOL. 333-2665. Anyone in southern Arizona that's interested in learning more about this system or uh, get an existing uh, air conditioning service or any kind of plumbing project you might have someone <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure i know the answer to this but a texter wants to know this unit SunTrack works great on a two multi-stage compressor correct they want to know if they can just update their existing air conditioning unit from a one-stage system to a two-stage <laughs> system i'm pretty sure that's the answer is that is a repl- full replacement 
Yeah. So on residential, you're you're not really going to do that. On commercial, that's exactly what we're doing. We're we're changing the compressor to a multi-stage compressor, leaving the system and then tying the sun track in. And so if anyone owns commercial property, the payback is is crazy good. It's like under two years, um, and instead of getting 39 year depreciation, it's five years, and then you get the tax credits, and it's it's incredible uh, financially on the commercial side as well. Well, you you stated a particular statistic. During- during the break, yes, about how much we're reducing power consumption for our air conditioners with That's this right. equipment. That's right. So if if you have a standard single stage system and you're replacing it with a variable speed compressor and the sun track, what we're seeing is about an eighty percent reduction in the air conditioning portion of the bill, which is just incredible. That is very incredible. Wow. It's amazing. It, if you think about it, it's a, it's simple physics, right? Yeah, we're, right. We're using a solar absorption to do what the compressor does mechanically, and the variable speed allows us to take full advantage of that. Yeah. And really, our system wasn't viable until about eight years ago when they started making two-stage compressors, when they first came out with a two-stage home air conditioner, you know, where it's two-thirds power and then full power, right? Stage yeah. one and two with a Copeland Ultratech. But now that the variable speed is here and it's everywhere, it's really changed the business. Um, and it's really changed for the, for the better the experience of a homeowner or a business owner. Well, let's get to the listeners' questions. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight. Rosie, for you, starting with Cornell. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, thank you. Good. Hey, I have uh, my 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 units are from nineteen ninety five, so they're hanging on by you know their fingernails. Um, but I have two I have two systems. I have an upstairs system. You know, it's a split system, air handler in the attic. One in the garage and then two units. I mean, to replace, I'd probably be replacing both systems at the same time if I used this technology that you guys are talking about. Absolutely. Yeah, I. Uh, could be, <laughs> go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, that could be pretty costly, I would imagine, to do the conjunction of both at what? the same time. Yeah, so you you can do them one at a time. Uh, What most people today are not just writing a check for air conditioning. Uh, We have up to five years no interest uh, financing or just some really low interest uh, and low payment plans. So um, it's just like cars today. People are not striking checks. They're figuring out what they can afford monthly. And then a lot of times the savings justifies the payment because now they're reducing their utility rate. Uh, for those of us uh, that are, are fortunate enough to be able to, to write a check, that's great. But that's not what most people are doing these days. Very good. And replacing two units is going to be expensive no matter what you do. That's that's right. Yeah. So <laughs> if, you, if you add the panels, it's not going to add more expense. It's going to be at the same or less with the panels. Most of the time, it's less. Very good. Thank you, Cornell. Let's go to Seth next on the line at one 767 Good morning, Seth. Hey, how's it, how are you guys doing? Good, thank you. Yeah, I just had a quick question. Um, so I got a new unit about two months ago, and my unit prior to that, I ended up putting a hard start kit on it. Is there any pros and cons of putting a hard start kit on a new new unit? Uh, hard start kits are great. They uh, they will prolong the life of the compressor so that it's not uh, it's not 
wearing it out as quick. So yes, we, yeah. we always love those hard start kits on, on compressors, especially as okay. they get older, it's going to, it's going to really help it draw less power and, and wear and tear. We appreciate the call, Seth, the hard start, just for anybody that's not familiar, what is that? Cause you do hear that a lot. Yeah. It takes, uh, it takes a lot of the load, uh, to get uh, you know, the hardest thing on any motor is getting it going. So I, in, you know, easiest way to understand it is uh, when does a light bulb break? It's when you flip the switch on. And so the hardest thing on your car is when you turn it over. Same thing on the compressor. The oil is drained to the bottom. It has to grind to a start. And so it's hard to get it moving. A lot of juice. These things help uh, get it going, just like a capacitor would. So it's like an extra capacitor, get it going. Going back to that first caller, uh, installing two units, do you get double the tax credit? You, it's it's the tax credit on both systems. So you have one panel per system. The entire purchase is thirty uh, percent federal and one thousand from state. Okay, so it's one panel, not two panels. For no, each it's two unit. panels. Two panels for each unit. Okay, got it cleared up. One panel per unit, mm -hmm. and Correct. when you're doing two units, you'd end up with two panels on the home. That's right. And there is there is no limit uh, as far as for the standard home installations. There's not a dollar value limit. So some homes have three. Right, they may be three-ton units or, or sectionals, but so it, it's a non-issue whether it's one, two, or three. But every air conditioning system, because it's its own closed refrigeration loop, has to have its own panel, regardless of size. Now, y'all have mentioned that you do commercial with this as well. Right. Uh, residential, we've talked about as homes. What have you ever tried this on? Uh, you know, maybe one of those R, an RV type application. I haven't done an RV application. Um, we manufactured. Do, I've yeah, done man manufactured homes. Yeah. But not RVs. I don't know how you would set that up on an RV. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little the, different with the, the – it's, it's not a – The panel has to face south, so sometimes it will and sometimes it won't on an RV, right? The other is is that the, the panel itself, um, while it's not heavy, isn't something that's five pounds. So you probably don't want to put it on the roof of an RV. But manufactured housing, as well as there are some temporary housing that they put together in containers and whatnot. So I've seen it on those as well because they're able to dial it in facing south and take the load off the compressor, especially when they're using generators to provide that power. You know, one thing we haven't mentioned yet is that um, it we're, we're always dealing with oversizing, right? That's one of the biggest right. problems in air conditioning systems. We're, I just put two variable speed systems in my house last week, and I reduced the size. They've been running. It's some of the hottest part of the year, and it's cooling just fine. But what SunTrack does is it actually adds capacity. So you can go with a smaller tonnage and still have the capacity that you need. So as, as we're reducing, when you have a smaller compressor, it uses less power. And then, uh, once again, the sun doing its, its job. So and one, a lot. And one of the reasons it does that is that, you know, the, the, the biggest problem here with high ambient temperatures in the desert is that when it gets to a certain point, that compressor and that condenser and that air conditioner has to have a big temperature differential between what its heat is and what the outside air is. SunTrack helps keep and raises that temperature in the heat of the day, so you keep the temperature split where it needs to be to deliver the full volume of the cooling of that. Because a lot of us know you have a five-year-old air conditioner, and it's 107 outside, and it's four tons for the house. You may be getting three or three-and-a-half tons. That's why it's cycling all the time. This helps eliminate that, which is why you're seeing the numbers you're seeing. And how long have y'all been manufacturing this unit? Five-and-a-half years. 
We've been making them five and a half years. We put our first R&D units in 2013, and they're still running. Okay. And we have it, again, for residential and commercial. And if there's anybody that's interested that wants to come see it, we have live units on our roof that are operational at our facility. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we've been doing it. But you just have to be willing to get on top of a roof in the 100 well, <laughs> to see it at its most effective time. <laughs> uh, right before the ladder, we have a small table that's got – uh, sunglasses and it's got uh, you know sunscreen and so and people because it's a white roof and it's a little blinding up there but yeah let's see if we can take this call from Tucson I know it's Paul and uh, we've had a little tr- oh we lost him again well okay. his question he's looking at building a new home yes. and he wants to know about duct layout and I don't think they're in design uh I mean, I think he's still in design because he's wanting to know, is it more efficient to do ducts underground or overhead? Okay, so um, we we like duct overhead, but within the conditioned space. Uh, if you can get it to where it's not over the insulation in the attic, the ductwork is going to be much more efficient because you don't have the attic heat absorbing into the ducting. Yeah, it's cathedral-style insulation is what we're seeing a lot of new builds where Absolutely. instead of a attic you can picture all the insulation blown on top and then the ductwork above it that's right they're spraying foam on uh, the sheathing the underneath and so then your air conditioning ducts are underneath your insulation space so instead yes. of an attic that's 130 140 degrees it's an attic that's 190 80 yeah. degrees we, we love those houses if you can get roof line insulation not ceiling line it's it's beautiful for the air conditioning and you like that better than running it underground I do. I think uh, running it underground, you run into other problems. Uh, the the dirt sometimes can eat through it, and uh, I mean, I've seen some terrible underground ducting systems. Um, and then if if you have a problem, how are you going to address it? What about rodents? Uh, what yeah, there's there's just a lot of challenges with underground. I'm trying to remember. I think you told me the story about a <laughs> community that was done that next to a man-made lake, and all the ducks were flooded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of discerning when your air conditioning comes on and you hear gurgle, 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 gurgle <laughs> yeah. from all the water that's in your underground return air ductwork. Yeah. Well, one thing to consider is just go ductless. Whole house ductless yeah, sure. today is those, they are the most efficient system designs, and you can still add sun track to a complete ductless system. Absolutely. It's beautiful. Just going ductless, you're driving your sear rating up at least 50%. The refrigerant is shifting only to the rooms that need the, the cooling, and you already have a variable speed compressor, and you have no loss in the ductwork. The ductwork loss is huge. It's huge. So, yeah. And what you're talking about ductwork loss is from where the air is cooled and pushed through these long runs of ductwork. That's right. A ductless one, you know, the, it's happening on the exact location that the air is being introduced into the room. There's two major losses in ductwork. One is the heat gain, and the other is that 90% of homes in Arizona statistically have a 30 to 40% efficiency drop from leaking ductwork. So one of the things that we're doing in Tucson is we're going out and doing an energy audit for people, and we're, we're pressure testing the whole house and the ductwork to see if it leaks. And then if it does leak, we can seal the entire ducting system from the inside out and lower your bill with that one thing just incredibly. And that's a standalone item. So, And again... For people in southern Arizona that would like to contact Intelligent Design. That's 520-333-COOL. That's 520-333-2665. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun.
It's all right. Now, I was uh, in one of my business class. We meet monthly. There was this idea that talked about the next idea rarely comes from the older generation. It's always the next generation that comes. And Andrew, I think you're a great example of that. You're always looking for new ways and improved ways and uh, to bring air conditioning and bring efficiency into our homes. You were just mentioning on break something about spraying cork on, on ducks. <laughs> yeah, we have um, we have an exclusive product that is a, it's granulated cork. Uh, the cork industry kind of uh, took a big hit when wine companies started moving to plastic corks, and so they've um, they've worked with partners overseas in Europe to develop a product where you you granulate the cork, and we can apply it to just about anything. Uh, we can we can coat the roof with it. We can coat ductwork. But the the best thing is it it is a uh, thermal barrier. So the U value, it's not rated for R because that's more for insulation, but if it, R is the inverse of U. So if it did have an R value, it would be about a 17. So we can apply it to the outside of ductwork. We have all these elbows and rooftop ducting where they're just absorbing so much heat in the desert here. And we can we can apply it to that and create a complete thermal break. So that's not absorbing into your ducting and then being pushed through the house. It's pretty incredible stuff. Just one more example, but let's go back to the sun track and uh, Buddy is in. He just wrote in. He's in exactly my uh, same situation. I just replaced my HVAC units with high-end train equipment. Can I get this added later? <laughs> yes. So here's what's neat about what what he's done. We're still within the first fiscal year, so he can add the Sun Track, combine his already purchased system with this, and still take the full tax credit because it's within the same year. So if you've bought a two-stage or a variable speed system. This year, you're good to go. We can come out, we can install the SunTrack, take the full tax credit. Andrew, our phones have been blowing up since we started this topic 45 minutes ago. You better give your office phone number out again. Okay, it's 520-333-2665. And you said Brittany's there? Brittany is there taking calls. Adding a solar panel manufactured here in Arizona by SunTrack to your air conditioning equipment You've seen results where the air conditioning load is reduced by 80%. If you go from a single stage to a variable speed and add the sun track, yes. If you add the sun track to an existing variable speed, you, you will see a f- over a 40% savings. Wow. And this is available commercially as well for commercial installations. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Wow. And Mr. Cooley, you were saying this commercial is where this is going to have its biggest impact. Yeah, you, you know, 40 to 60 percent of the world's energy is consumed by HVAC and most of that in the commercial space. And so we, the projections are by 2050, we're going to go from under 2 billion air conditioners to over 5 billion air conditioners in the next 27 to 30 years. And what we're looking at is that SunTrack its ability to change the energy profile of rooftop package air conditioners or larger systems, including chillers that have the right compressor and equipment profile to merge with it, um, it's having a big impact. We just opened a joint uh, manufacturing facility in late 2017 in Mumbai, India. They don't use, They never had home phones. They went right to cell. They never had air conditioning. They went right to ductless. Right, because their infrastructure didn't support it. And we're seeing that all over the world. And commercially, it's kind of the same thing. The commercial air conditioners are the last to ever have new tech. 
and it has to trickle all the way through residential and light commercial <laughs> for the big because the 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 capital expenditure and the effort is so big to shift all of that out. And so Andrew and I have, have worked on projects in Tucson where we're able to update as long as those commercial air conditioners are under 10 years of age, we can make them variable speed with some controls and we add SunTrack to it. We can do the same thing with new equipment that has other. But the commercial impact on this is going to be is going to be huge. We're working right now um, across Arizona on projects with Andrew and others. We're also working on projects in the Caribbean. Their power in the Caribbean is 45 to 55 cents a kilowatt hour. Wow. It's four to five times what we pay, Man. and it's all diesel generated. So right now we're, we've got people on the ground in Antigua working on a project for several hotels there, resorts, because they have a limit of how much power they can use, and then they cut them off for the afternoon. Here, here we get charged for it. There, they just cut them off. So I think not only throughout Arizona and the southwestern United States, but on a global basis, the commercial use of air conditioning and residential use uh, is only going to climb, and these new solutions are going to be key to handling that and making sure it doesn't have a negative impact on the energy grid. That is so cool. And I think I know the answer to this because I think he answered it. Uh, I've got an air conditioning technician texting me wanting to know, will this work on a two-zone mini-split? Yes, it will. Um, if so, th there'll be some training involved if he's gonna if he's gonna want to do this. But yes, it will. And we've got another person online who is upset. Just had their air conditioning unit installed and want to know why the contractor didn't tell him about it. <clears throat> Kyle, this is the first time we're all learning about this. Really, Andrew <laughs> called me. I'm gonna say it was late April, and he said, "Romy." I've been playing with this for a few years, and I'm confident taking it to the public. It's solar application air conditioning. I said, perfect. We've got a solar month coming up. You're coming on air June 22nd. And just know, Kyle, there's a lot of air conditioning companies out there scrambling right now trying to figure out, how can I offer this to my customer? Are, I've never yeah. heard about this. Yeah, I'm in, <laughs> in homes all the time, and, and we're offering it. They, you know, they're out there getting four or five quotes, and no one else is, is offering this. So it is, um, you, you've got to be certified, and we're, uh, we're at the leading edge of the market here. So don't, <clears throat> don't get I've mad at your air conditioning guy. <laughs> is SunTrack stock available? Ah. <laughs> that was my question. Too. <laughs> yeah. Are we, uh, we going to go o OTC, quite, just yeah, a little over the counter? You'll be the first to know. Okay. You'll All be right. the first to know. Very good. Our, our, Rich, our guess is very soon. Rich okay. Cooley. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you track. this blank check, and then you just call me and tell me when you're cashing it. <laughs> Thank you. And Andrew Dobbins of Intelligent Design. From Tucson. Again, Andrew, your phone, our phones are just blowing up. What uh, the number again? 520-333-2665. And if our phones are still ringing, I'll have Brittany stay a little bit longer. So, And and if you're on hold now, don't hang up. We weren't able to get to you live on air, but we'll take, we'll take your question with the guys here in the studio after we sign off for this week. And we're signing off. Don't get scared. We're always available at rosieonthehouse.com, and we'll be back next Saturday.